Veronica, would you like to come with me? Where? To a place where I would teach you things. You like learning things, don't you? What kind of things? Well, I would be training you for a very important job. What kind of job? The kind most people can't handle. You have to be very special to do it. How did you get your job? Well, I volunteered. Why? Because a very bad man killed my wife and my daughter. Can I have ice cream? You can have all you can eat. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 126, and today we are talking about, uh, not Batman versus Superman, which is what my script says, but um, (laughs) Final Girl. Oops, I forgot to change that. Uh, I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew chases his whiskey with a psychotropic drug and drug anders jesus <laughs> mr anderson anderson where did that come from take two so it, and- it's now, no, it's- no hold on hold on andrew chases his whiskey with a psychotropic drug jimison there you go uh truth <laughs> <All right. laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, <laughs> which, by the way, that, op- that op- this podcast opening uh, this that opening clip actually I played is how we got Andrew on the podcast. We just offered him all the ice cream he could stand, and so he that's how he joined. That's yeah. why I stay muted most of the time because yeah. he's eating. <laughs> he's eating the ice cream we gave him. Uh, <laughs> Cornelius, worms are his favorite dish. Logan, speaking of dishes, so the scene where um, our man uh, drinks the rest of our ice cream. I wanted to break the TV. I was so mad because <laughs> that was probably some damn good ice cream. And that mofo just said that it's mine now. So that's why that's he had right. to die. He had to go. I don't get how that turned, like how he thinks that that's a pickup or kind of how that, anyway. No, I'm with you there. No, uh, Sean doesn't share The whole movie would have been over at that moment. I'd have been like, that's it. He dies. <laughs> you die now. <laughs> you stab him with, like you break the uh, the you glass. Die. You die. The glass from the milkshake. I just take a spoon just... and put it in his neck. There you go. That's right. I take a somewhat blunt object and put it in your neck. Why a spoon, so, though? Because uh, it's just It'll hurt more. There you go. Thank you. It's it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. So fine. Uh, and Sam, what was that rope connected to? Vector? Um, I, I would only guess it's a boom for the sound guy. No, not the sound guy. It would have been... You know, one, they're not that tall, and two, that would have been tiring. But what, pro- sound guys this, aren't that tall? But probably a boom crane. Yeah, it was the yeah. same crane that all the lights were oh, attached to. All yeah, of yeah, the it's lights. It's probably the uh, trussing that the lights were attached to. Jesus. <laughs> all right, so let's pull up a comfy chair, and let's dive into this. So this is 2015's Final Girl. just came out fairly recently, uh, August of 2015. Um, 
If you don't know what it is, Andrew will tell you all about it. Yes, I will. Um, all right. <laughs> Once he unmutes a man. Yeah. Yes. A man teaches a young woman how to become a complete weapon. Sure she is. Uh, later, she is approached by a group of sadistic teens who kill blonde women for unknown reasons. The hunting season begins. Oh, my God. Now, yeah, really? it is Bill Good comedy. And <laughs> <laughs> this rom-com, which... It would have made it better, actually. Which I thought that's what we were getting into when uh, our... our um, uh, our, our listener email told us that this was a chick flick or something. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> thought it was too. Uh, and even though the poster has her holding an axe, I thought it was gonna still be some kind of comedy rom com. Yeah, with black. maybe a little yeah, comedy. like a like a dark comedy. Yeah, dark comedy. Yeah, not the case. And not the case. No, um, no there's a lot of humor in this. There's there's just. It's teeming. It's full. It's I over the top. I actually did laugh quite a bit. I, I, I did too, <laughs> but for the wrong reasons, I think. Uh, oh. uh, so, yeah, so 2015's Final Girl starring, um, uh, that was, the I guess, what Andrew said is was, in fact, the movie. Um, it has, stars uh, Abigail Breslin. Uh, if you don't know who she is, she's like the young girl Sunshine. in, um, in what? Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, Little Miss Sunshine. She was nominated for an Oscar for that. Um, yeah. she was in Zombieland. She's in, um, uh, I think she's in Signs. Isn't that like one of the first roles she did was Signs? She's in Signs. Uh, oh, yeah. Am I, am I getting that right? Uh, she was oh, in, no. in, yeah, it's Signs was her... the first one she did, yeah. Okay. Um, she's the one that drinks all the water that allows them to hit the water and kill all the aliens, which is... Oh, the... you mean that interesting plot device. Oh, the most interesting plot device that Shyamalan has ever invented. Yeah. My God, that was so dumb. Um, Spoilers, sorry, folks. Yeah, it's dumb. Don't don't. Sean did it on purpose. Don't watch Signs. Um, Wes Brentley, uh, Bentley, uh, you would know him as Seneca from uh, the Hunger Games. Which project? Um, he was your uh, your your Hunger Game maker in the first one, and then Alexander Ludwig, who is also in uh, the Hunger Games. So we have met our Hunger Game quota for this movie. Uh, up to um, he's the fat one from hunger games n- no he's like the fat one no he's like the big oh, beefy dude at the end of the movie that uh yeah yeah the fat one wasn't he in greek or some some tv show oh i don't back? know i don't know I'll, i guess I'll, I'll look it up the only thing i knew him from was the remake of escape to witch mountain yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. He's, he's been on a few things. He's in Vikings was, now. That's maybe. Well, no, I bet you he was on Greek then. Uh, I'm looking. I don't see him in that. Greek? Yeah, it was a TV show. No. No, his first thing was Air Bud 3. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's done a, he, did, uh, he did a oh, video called The Sandlot Heading Home. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah. He he did make it that into no uh <laughs> he did make it into Lone Survivor. Um and then was he, he Lone Survivor? No, that was um, Marky Mark with the Lone Survivor. But he oh. was Bjorn Ragnarsson in Vikings, the T V series. So huh. Bjorn. Yeah. Good for him. Bjorn, Bjorn. 
Uh, anyway, and then there's a bunch of other people that you've never heard of. Uh, but it only has a cast, literally, like a cast, cast of, of like thousands. Uh, like a cast of fifteen. I mean, that's about it. Um, that's all so, they for it. Well, yeah, that's actually true. So we'll talk about that in a second. Um, uh, actually, I'm interested. Should I tell you that now or later? Did you guys, see, any of y'all, see how much money they had? The, what the budget was for this movie? Yes. No, I'm going to take a guess and um, forty-five dollars pocket lit. <laughs> I don't know. They they probably had to rent some generators for those. Uh, yeah, those lights, lights actually cost some some money. And in fairness, the those three actors we talked about will probably have cost some money. So it was in the millions. Oh, um, uh, thirty million. Okay, Andrew, do you oh. have a guess? Ah. I don't know. I mean, a lot of this was shot in the woods, and uh, they had yeah, some... there was basically three locations. There was the woods, there was the diner, and then probably some random building where they just shot in different rooms, um, yeah. like with the beginning scene, and then that dude dancing with his axe and stuff like that, and that one exterior <sighs> of that pretty house. I don't know. I, I mean, it can't be much, like five million. And Sam, you said you you saw it, right? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, no, it was, I'm not it, gonna... yeah, it was eight million. Um, uh-huh. so keep that in your mind as we start to criticize the movie because it was only eight million bucks. So, but most of my care. criticisms have nothing to do with the budget. So, anyway, so Andrew, um, I, I, this is obviously the first time any of us have seen this. I think we can get that out of the way. So, yeah, uh, Andrew, your initial thoughts, sir. Well, you know, seeing the, uh, the, I guess the poster of the or the, you know, whatever the advertisement for the movie, I thought, well, hey, this might be a cool little slasher-type film or anti-slasher-type film. Um, and hearing the uh, the anonymous person's recommendation, uh, I thought, well, okay, we'll give this a chance. And this is up there with some of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I, I honestly think that I mean there were some moments that I did enjoy, but it like you said were, it was for the wrong reasons. Um, I think that looking at this to me, I have seen high school plays written by high school students that are done better than this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and cost far less money to put on. Uh, and if they were filmed, would probably have sold and made more money than this film did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sam? Oh, sorry. Corny. Sorry. Oh. Jesus. Uh, now you really think I'm uh, ignoring you. Well, that's fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I... Molly. I guess the only problems that I really had with this movie... Um, well, no, actually, not just the only... Um, the story was didn't make sense, and there were things that were just left undone. And to be honest, if you got a guy spending a ton of money and time, you just hire a couple of people, follow them out to the woods, wait until they commit a crime, and arrest them or kill them. You don't really have to have them kill people. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty shitty fighter, so that's okay. Um, it's just awful all around. Um and not because it was just a bad movie. I mean, it was just bad story uh, and things didn't make sense. So, 
That's just my opinion. All right. No, that's that's why we do this. That's why we get paid the big bucks is to offer our opinion. I do it for the drugs, personally. I did it for uh, um, the ice cream. The nookie. I do it for the fame. The, the nookie. Fame. The fame. Yeah, that's why we're doing yeah. this. It's yep. for fame. So that people will yeah. one day, we will walk down the streets and go, those guys are from Cheap Seat Reviews, the most famous podcast ever. Hey, uh, I would like to point out that... Said no one. Ever. Said no one ever. In fact, that was painful to even joke about. What were you saying, Corny? I was going to say, actually, I have had an experience where uh, I was walking down the street and uh, good old Shelby here and uh, someone recognized me from my band. Like, hey, you're from the Black Coffee Trail. And I was like, yes, yes, I am. That, that actually does make sense because... And I signed his ass. It was nice. great. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that actually does make sense yeah. because you are in a band. That ink would yeah. for weeks. Do what? The ink wouldn't come out for weeks. Oh. Yeah, it's because he stabbed him with the actual <laughs> pen. Uh, Sam? You know, I watched this last night, and uh, I spent most of the day trying to come up with a way to describe this movie, describe my feelings for the movie. But the best thing I could come up with is basically throwing up in the toilet. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, this movie is quite possibly one of the worst movies I've ever seen. If it was a, like, like Andrew said, if it was a student movie, I could understand. They're learning. They're trying to figure out how to direct and write and, uh, and conduct and, and make things make sense. This movie is idiotic. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And to have the people they had in this movie, including... Creepy guy assassin, who apparently has there's nobody else working at this assassin's place. He's the yeah. only guy <laughs> there. At right? one point in time, you have to just say, "Hey, uh, where, where's everyone else?" Oh, it's okay. They're, they're at lunch. I, they're yeah. at lunch. I'm I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure that there's anyone else. I think he's there just making else. that shit up to to be. to just tell her. I think it's just his personal vendetta. But his whole decision making and dry delivery of his lines and the way he was training her was dumb it was uh. just plain dumb so first you've got this assassin in training i can understand that right then i can understand the assassin's first job is to kill these people somehow mr monotone crazy but fairly big name actor guy who act horrible in this movie somehow he knew these teenagers were killing girls Yet he's not telling anybody while he's training this other teenager to go kill him, right? Oh, so I know exactly how that happened. You want you want to hear it? Count. Yeah, go. All right. So uh, when he was in high school, he was a very odd guy, and he liked to film things. And uh, this one time, he filmed a bag, and then uh, told me or Servino that was the most beautiful thing he'd ever seen. <laughs> That's how he figured out. Okay, they were killing people. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, so you've got, then you've got this whole teenage <laughs> diner. That's, that's right, Molly. That's right. I know she hated it too. This whole teenage diner, slick, lock, whatever. And then she goes on a date with this guy, with his three friends. Yeah. To hit mailboxes, <laughs> on the way out to the woods. That's what and, we do in Shelby every day. And <laughs> no one has mailboxes I, left. <laughs> And I mean, it's the dumbest thing. Then they sit there and play Truth or Dare, and that wasn't even very clever. And then they run, and the way she kills them, and the whole idea of 
of psychedelic drugs to give them before she, I just don't like this movie. It's so dumb. It 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 was horrible. Absolutely horrible. The action was the stupid. It was idiotic. There was in no way did I believe that she was able to take down these guys. Yeah. In no way. And it was so awkward and so inept. Uh, I would rather watch Rubber than this movie. Oh, jeez. I would. Okay. I don't know if I go there. I can't go there with you, pal. Yeah. I'm not traveling down that road. Let's let's <laughs> just let's just remind the listening audience of our of our the, our low five movies, like the, our bottom five. Rubber. Yeah. Well, I don't. I think will nothing will beat Rubber. I don't think. And it in won't, my opinion, this it, it won't be this movie, and I will guarantee that. Poultry Geist is number two. Um, ABCs of Death is number three. Noah is number four, and Children of the Corn is number five. And should I think I, I it, you're probably right, Corny. Actually, I think that actually should be lower. I actually feel like Noah should be higher than that. But yeah, I think that this movie is better than all of those movies. Um, no, no um, way. By no way, not 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 no. No. Yeah, I have to disagree. Sam, this movie was about murdering innocent people. How do you not like this movie? <laughs> <laughs> this is right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> um, so. All right, so I find myself in this odd situation where I, f I want to defend this movie because of because it's low budget and I've worked low budget film. Though honestly, I would love to have worked on a movie as high budget as eight million dollars. Um, I never worked on anything higher than four uh, million, but um, I so I found a lot of what they did um, acceptable. Okay. So I'm going to get that stuff out of the way first before we get into the real meat of the show, which is... Yeah, and I don't care. I, uh, I, <laughs> the, the stuff, yeah, and the stuff that I'm going to talk about, you don't care about. But the camera work was actually decent, right? Um, the, no. the sound quality was actually pretty good for, again, super low-budget movie. Okay, sound quality, I'll give you that, yes. Though, though um, <laughs> and I have, I, have, I have clips to prove it, Everything was was filmed uh, was recorded indoors. Everything you hear was indoors. Nothing was you, what you heard was ever actually outside. It was all overdubbed, um, but it was good quality. <laughs> it's just you could tell. Um, the acting was terrible by everyone, and Abigail Breslin is a is a, I think a fine actress. Uh, she was miscast in this movie. Mm, yeah, um, big time. Like big time. Um, and not only that, she was 16 years old in this movie. Yeah, she was. 16, and, and you're like, you feel guilty watching this movie with her being 16. A little don't bit. And nope, yeah. not at all. No, I, I did, because a couple times where I'm like... I don't like, feel guilty because I didn't think anything, Sam. You're a terrible person. <laughs> well, here's the kind of worst part about it. Wes Bentley... The hotel scene was... Yeah, yeah. and Wes Bentley is, is... We all joke about Sam being old, but Wes is actually Sam's age. Um, when, Wait, were you, what? when were you born, Sam? 79? 32? <laughs> you said 80? Uh, no, 78. 78, yeah. So that's when he was born was 78. September 4th, 78. So... Older than me. So imagine, Sam, having some kind of romantic... Uh, game, you know what I'm saying? With a 16-year-old. So it's so creepy. Um, so that hotel scene... She turns was, over to him, teach me. 
Oh, teach me. Oh, yeah, it was so I, bad. I honestly, I had, to, I had to stop at that scene. And I was like, okay, what the hell am I watching? Yeah. <laughs> and then she. And leaves. then all of a sudden, the uh, the term "final girl." I was like, what does this actually mean? And then like, <laughs> she writes the lipstick on the mirror. I love you. And I thought, what is happening with like? Where is this movie going? And Austin, I always think about how hard it is to wipe off lipstick from the mirror. <laughs> I'm sure that's it's, not easy. It really is difficult. The oil in it kind of just smears, just and it smears. doesn't come off real. That's a shame. Really, really, yeah. Um, so all right, so I'm going to keep going with some of the things that I liked about the movie. Okay, um, I thought I liked that it ended. Yeah, it ended <laughs> was fine. I thought that the fight scenes, albeit were ridiculous and unbelievable, were shot well. Okay, I'm giving credit no. to the cinematographer. No. Again, like the like the fake punching and stuff, I think was okay. You mm. know, for having probably no like actual fight coordinator. Um, I don't know. I didn't look it up. Then maybe they had a fight coordinator, but it didn't look like it. Um, I thought the fights were confusing and. Well, I think we're in so- a way to really just be hiding. You know, it hit a lot of the yeah, faults. Yeah, it's supposed to do that, but I think. Now, I'm giving credit to the director that might not deserve some, but I think we're supposed to be a little confused because the the victim is super confused because he had the Batman drug, um, you know, the Scarecrow drug. Oh, I made that reference to him. <laughs> so um, that's kind of about it <laughs> um, from things that I personally liked. Uh, like This is, well, this, can we explain this movie? I'm sorry. Do you want to keep going on your the the only thing only more I'll say before you go wherever you're going to go, which I'm I'm very willing to journey with you there, is that for an eight million dollar movie, right? Forget the story, which is shit. Forget the acting, which is terrible. Um, for eight million dollars, this was a good looking and sounding film, and that they did a good job with those types of elements, and they made they did a good job. The director, I will say, did a good job of making me very uncomfortable with weird henchman number three and his mother. Uh, we had a Norman Bates kind of a thing happening. Um, and some of the other kind of awkward moments made me super uncomfortable, and I think that was the point. That's kind of where it ends for me, mm. as far as the good. Now the bad significantly outweighs the good. <laughs> so, Sam, where were you going to go? I was going to say this. This final girl is a baseball player in the bottom of the ninth, and you're down by three, right? You got the bases loaded, and you're at ba- final girls at bat, right? This is two strikes in, swinging as hard as you can, and whiffing. Okay. Right. This this <laughs> is they tried to be clever. They tried to be ha, clever interesting. Girl. Yeah, but it just it ah, completely girl. falls yeah. flat. Completely falls flat in all aspects yeah. of, of movie making. Uh, I don't disagree at all, really, truly. Yeah. Um, again, the aspects that I liked have nothing to do with what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so so my, my beef number one that I have with this movie, the, the part where I said Abigail Breslin was miscast. Um, I'm trying to think. Did Corny? I think I forced you to watch. I don't know, Sam. Did you ever watch? Did you, any of you guys ever watch that pilot of the TV show that I did in Charleston? Uh-huh. Yes, 
Palmetto. Oh. Yeah, Palmetto Point. For that, by the way, uh, yeah. listeners, if you have not ever watched Palmetto Point, uh, it was a TV show I did. Uh, I was a sound guy for for five episodes. We only we we filmed five. Uh, we filmed seven episodes. Only five went to air. Um, there were and, protests to get it off. <laughs> well, yeah. By protests, you mean the money ran out and the the network <laughs> dropped us like a you know uh, something that you would drop. Um, anyway, that was bad. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't think. Yeah, like a mic drop. No, actually, that signifies that something good happened. Um, yeah. Anyway, well, it, did. it was off the air. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So my point is, is that 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 TV show, with all of its errors and awfulness, had one of the biggest uh, issues in it was that the star of the movie did not look the part that he's playing. Now. <laughs> I hope this doesn't come across as sexist or, or any kind of other ist that can possibly be portrayed by this. My what I'm trying to get, my point I'm trying to get at it was eventually I'll make is that if you're if your star of your movie, uh, the character has a physicalness to the character, right? Whether it's a football player or a baseball player, or he's supposed to be a ninja or whatever, right? If there's some physicality to the part then that person, that actor, should look the part, right? We all applauded Ben Affleck last week for looking like Batman, right? Mm-hmm. He was yep. built. He was ripped. Ben Affleck spent... He moved like a Batman. And yeah. he spent hours and hours and hours in the gym sculpting his body to look like the the biggest badass a 43-year-old man could look, right? So he looked the part, okay? None of us questioned, oh, that's that's... That's not Batman because he's clearly this suit is adding the muscle, not his actual muscle. When in fact it was his muscle. So that leads me to Abigail. I'm sure she's a wonderful person, and in other things she's great. But she is a dainty little flower in this movie, and I cannot <laughs> buy her at all with anything that she's doing, let alone killing people. Now, do you think that that that's what they were going for, though? I think they were going for a name to have a tentpole of their movie on. Well, that's true. I think that's what it was. Is um, tentpole the term we want to use? No, maybe deal? not. Uh, they wanted to. <laughs> uh, they needed a. <laughs> thank you, Cordy. Uh, they needed a name to have as the as kind of the other term would be the heavy. That you know you you're yeah. you're. I don't know, something that catches your eye to, oh, this has got Abigail Breslin in it. Academy nominee Abigail Breslin stars in Final Girl. That's what they were looking for. But I I kind of feel like Declan, my three-year-old, could beat her up. You know, just she's this frail little girl. She's not in shape, which sounds kind of mean. But she had, like, no muscle tone. She, I just couldn't buy her as an assassin. This is the girl who spent 12 years of her life training to be an assassin. And it looked like they called her up one day and just said, we want you to be in the movie. Oh, what do you need me to do? Well, we're going to have you doing kung fu assassin stuff. Do you need me to train? Yeah, we can't, we can't afford to send you to a trainer. So just show up. <laughs> yeah, eat some health, health you know, trail mix and we'll be good to go. So that's kind of... take out a few zombies in Zombieland, though. Yeah, with a gun. <laughs> so, hey, Sean, you know what a gun is? Without bullets. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait. You mean uh, this? You know what a gun is without bullets? Just a paperweight. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know go. what I would have loved to have seen at that moment? What was that? Paperweight. And her throw, paperweight. Paperweight. And her throw it <laughs> in his face. 
Yeah, that that he hits her, you know, in the forehead with the paperweight. <laughs> Jesus. Um, go back and listen to this again, and if I'm I'm gonna tell you, hey, this was filmed indoors, you would believe me. You know what a gun is without bullets? Just a paperweight. Yeah. That's... Oh, you can hear the echo to his voice. Yeah, you yeah. can tell that was filmed in a in a building. That's supposed to be outside, but again, it sounded fine. You didn't notice it. I did, but you know, so. So good job them, but the whole movie is that anyway. Um, I just I can't buy her as an assassin. It's like that freaking the blonde from the Mortal Kombat movie. She didn't take out that Australian. There's no way that dude would rip her apart. I just again, this is not a sexist thing, okay? Veronica Vreeland. Um, <laughs> what? Veronica Vreeland. Oh, is yeah. that her name? Well, no, I mean Sonia, but yeah, Sonia. Uh, yeah, she played Veronica Vreeland in um. Billy Madison. Oh, Veronica. What nice piece of ace. Piece of ace. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like if you're going to have your, if you're going to ask her to do some stuff, you need to have her look the part. Here's my second beef with her specifically. Again, miscast, not blaming her. Is that scene when he hands her the gun or throws the gun, which, oh my God, you don't throw a loaded gun. Anyway, which he knew it wasn't loaded, but whatever. Yeah, sure. Next time you come over, I'll throw my loaded twenty-two at you. Let's see what happens. Um, That's people who don't understand guns. Uh, she, yeah, she, she's holding it, and he says, "Shoot me." The way she's holding it now, of course, no one can see me the way I'm holding it. But if you watch the movie, she's kind of holding it like in front of her. If she would have fired that weapon, had there been real bullets or even blanks, that would have kicked up and like smacked her in the face, like. That's not how you hold a firearm at all. It would have, it might have even like like injured her wrist, and and I, all I could think of was you couldn't have gone to a local police police station, been like, hey, we're making a movie. Can we spend? Can you give me thirty minutes of small arms training? Thirty minutes. That's all I need. You know, we don't need to have Keanu Reeves going to the shooting range for John Wick too, which I know you all have seen that video, which is awesome by the way. But not you've not seen that. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Yeah, go YouTube. Go, go YouTube it like oh, right well. now. It just John Wick, uh, Keanu Reeves training for John Wick Two or something like that. Yes, it's, amazing. It's, it's pretty awesome what he's doing. Like he's he he's doing like actual gunfire, uh, gunplay. So huh. I just felt bad for her and the fact that the director did not put her in a position to be successful. Is my point. No, no. gun cutter. <laughs> yeah, no definitely none cut. of that. Oh, sorry. Are you drinking Granny's uh, peach tea? No, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> this is freaking awesome. Right? <laughs> I am not drinking Granny's peach I'm drinking Fanta, by the way. It's delicious tonight. Holy cow, Keanu Reeves is deadly. Yeah, no joke, right? Yeah, I, would want, I would not want to go up against him. Yeah, not a, like that. Especially not in a gunfight. Like, gracious. Yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome. Um... Anybody want to add anything to that, or are we just want to keep going down my notes? Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, she's—you said she wasn't in shape. She's not fat, but she's not athletic. She's, yeah, she's not an assassin shape. Right. Like right. she would she's, have to be to choke a guy out. She needs to have some 
some guns on her. Right. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want our listeners to think we're just calling her a fatty because she's not by any means. No, 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 no. And she's but, and she's uh, a, you know an attractive young woman and she's a big fat phony. You're right, but <laughs> a big fat phony. Yeah, I I can't buy her in that role. Like if if the premise of the movie is unbelievable, then I'm not gonna believe it. Obviously, just okay. Here's something that you guys kind of joked at earlier, but I understood it as. And I'm not alone because I was reading some of the message boards and a lot of other people think the same thing. That those four guys killed his wife and daughter. You think yeah, so? Oh yeah, I, 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 yeah. That's how I, I perceived it. But like they would have been 10 years old. I didn't pick up on that. So, yeah, I, I don't know. So, okay. But so he it, didn't really age at all between, obviously. Right. Well, he got his hair cut. Um, Why so, didn't he kill him? I, so was I don't know, Andrew guy? or Sam. Why didn't he? He had a gun, clearly. Yeah, uh, he knew how. Was he the same guy that recruited her? Yeah. Because I was confused. I actually asked the question while I was watching it. What happened to the guy that recruited her? Because I didn't realize it was the same guy. <laughs> you give him a buzz cut and you don't know who he is. I really the first didn't. guy went off to go do the Hunger Games. And the... Right. <laughs> so, but I, I... So, like... That's what I was confused about. So are we? So we are saying that he does, in fact, work for some assassin company, right? The Hit Squad, whatever you want to call it, and that yep. this was her training was to kill these four dudes. Is that what we're saying? That's what that's what the movie told us. Is it? Because it's not what it told me. So it, what it told what me I, was these kids hurt my wife, so go kill them. That's what it told me. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah. No. Maybe I just wasn't connecting the dots, but Yeah. A bad man killed my my wife and kid. Um so now I'm going to teach you to do this thing. And then the rest of the movie is about these four kids. So I I thought that was the whole point was that the whole point was to train her to kill those four guys. But I think Sam you're telling me that that wasn't the case that those That's four guys were just the first test. I thought it was the first test. That's what That's... I got out of it. That's how I perceived it, too. Oh. Corny, I guess you and I are smoking crack, dude. Um, and that's different. <laughs> but, you know, it is, Wednesday. It, it is Tuesday, so. No, yeah. In our defense, this is a very hard plot line to follow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, that's, that's what I was confused about. Like, those kids would have been 10. So Okay, so, so, uh, so I'm going to accept that. I'll accept that, that reality that that's what the filmmaker went for, that he became assassin recruiter man because some other person killed his wife and child. And this was the test. He get, he takes her to this remote town where these four kids are terrorizing this town. Let's also be honest. I don't know. We don't know what year this is. It was kind of hard to tell because all the cars are old and that flashlight she used was really old. And that diner kind of, I don't know. So it, it, we don't know. Was there a year ever shown at the beginning of the movie? I don't, I don't know. No. Um, I assumed no. it was like, I assumed 60s. Yeah, it could have been seven. Well, yeah, 60s or 70s. I'm trying to think of the cars. Um, I thought about that, but I, some of the, I don't know. But no one just, used a phone. You know, like no one, like none of those dudes ever pulled out a phone. You know, that's what made me think that this was a, this was in the time. But then he pulled out that gun, that, that gun that he had at the end was a, like a 30 out 6 with a scope on it. I mean, that looked fairly modern. But maybe they just the prop department didn't have a thirty or five year old gun, or didn't know the difference. 
Oh yeah, or I just assumed that we wouldn't be paying attention. Um, Speaking of paying attention, he must have been right up there near them when all this was going down. Right. I guess he was there to make sure that she didn't actually lose. I don't know. Maybe he was the one sitting up all the spotlights outside. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point? What is the point of spotlights other than lighting the scene from the trees? A look. It, what, what, uh, that's about it. Well, at first I thought it was like car headlights or it was supposed to be because when they were chasing the first girl through the woods, I thought, OK, well, they've parked their car back there and those yeah. are headlights. But as they ran through the woods, I thought, well, OK, now we have uh, car lights in the sky. So yeah. what's going on here? The, so the first time <laughs> we I, I forgot about what even what the look like of the look of the first uh, the girl was right. But the when they show up the with the main part of the movie, right, and the car comes down the street, and you got the light in the background, in the in the very far back, and then there's some kind of smoke going on, and then all we get is the headlights of the car. I was like, that's actually a nice shot. Good job. That's pretty. You used your your 5K um, appropriately uh, for your moonlight. But the rest of the movie it was the moon kept changing sh- like um, like directions. It was very strange. Like one minute the moon is off to the side, the next it's straight down, and then sometimes it was creating cross beams. And I thought, that's literally not how the moon works. So this was obviously not only the director's debut, but I'm pretty sure the director of photography and the gaffers like debut because these guys did not know what they were doing. I could have lit those scenes better. And I mean, seriously, I could have. And I'm not just being an asshole. Um, Um. Did you did you catch that the first girl that was running that they were chasing uh, was Clint Eastwood's daughter? I I noticed the oh. the name. I didn't realize that that's who it was. I did see an Eastwood. Yes. Um, yeah, I I saw it, so I looked it up, and then it said uh, daughter of Clint Eastwood and Francis Fisher. Uh, cool. Son of a bitch must pay. Yeah. Um. Uh, and unfortunately, she's doing this stuff. Her her brother is doing better things. Um, she's very pretty. Um, but she did. <laughs> yeah, she is in this movie. She did, uh, and she has blue eyes for some reason. <laughs> yeah, like like neon blue glowy blue. blue. Yeah, yeah. Um, at least she wasn't wearing a panda head. But did you notice something? St- <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was weird me out. So when she was in the diner as diner girl before. Oh, before my point other though was like. If there was an actual town, let's say it was the 70s, where 20 girls were murdered, the FBI would be everywhere, okay? Like, that is a major thing that doesn't happen in the world very often or in our country. So, after the fifth girl disappeared, there would be police everywhere. Everywhere. You know, they weren't going to show up until the final girl disappeared. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, What was I going to say? Crap. Um, girl. Oh, you did say it. When she was in the restaurant, the Eastwood, didn't she look like she had red hair? Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes, I, absolutely. Because she walks away and goes, Oh, she's a blonde. She's my type. I'm like, What? She's a ginger. She's what, a... What's wrong with you? <laughs> but then in the woods, she had blonde hair. So yeah. maybe they filmed it two different times and. You know, like they filmed this, the, 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 like, oh, we need you to dye your hair because you're supposed to be blonde. Oh, sorry. I don't know. It just look weird. <laughs> Here's a wig. Spe- 
Speaking of other goofs, um, did you notice that they took the guy's belt off to tie her up, uh, and then when he falls down, when she kills him, he's wearing his belt. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I still want to know where she got Maybe the rope from. Up. <laughs> uh, I'm still wanting to know where she got the rope from, let alone climbed up to the tallest tree ever and tied it off. Um, oh, she just took a rock, threw it over with it's the a rope. Spider on. monkey. I mean, <laughs> yeah, really. Um, some of the other training stuff. So, like, usually in movies where you have the training of the of the person, right? You, the things that you show us that they do comes up later in the movie, right? You know? Yeah. I just felt like we saw training that didn't matter. I mean, yeah, we saw the chokehold. Great. But then he talked about, you're going to be barefoot. No, she put on that dude's shoes. So she was never barefoot. So why show us that you're going to make her be barefoot? That seemed mean. There was a couple. Never, she never used the Vulcan death grip. Uh, <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> uh, Anyway, um, <laughs> just, this movie. Just, you know, I know that uh, we talked about this kind of off air um, via our uh, group me, but, and I know that the budget was tight, but really, do we have to wear suits and tuxedos the entire movie? Uh, hey, they had them for a weekend. The, the rental was for four days. <laughs> just don't get them dirty. Weekend. <laughs> well, she got an axe with that one, so I guess he's not going to get his deposit back. Damn, he going to be fire gold too, right? Technically, you could just put a white button-down shirt for that one scene. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What was I? Um, but I, I'm right there. With you. It, it was a it was a stylistic choice, and it's just dumb. Maybe because was, he had the buzzed dumb. hair and he was in a suit. Maybe he is part of the Hitman movie series. You know. See, I kind of thought that. I thought maybe he was going to show up and try to actually kill her. I did too, actually. Truth be told, I thought that was going to be the twist, was that he was the one training the boys to do this thing and that she would then have to turn on him because that would have made for a more interesting movie because she loves him. Yeah. And, and earlier in the movie, that's her greatest fear is that he kills her and she asks him, would you do it? And he's like, you know the answer to that. Don't make me say it. That would have been a way better movie if that was the, the, the flip Yes, we should. Oh, I agree, and I kept waiting for it. It yeah. just never happened. Yeah, like she hangs, dude, man, and then he walks up with the gun, and then he puts his hammer around her neck or whatever, and he starts to choke her out, and he's like, um, "Now the now the now the girl's deaths will never be you know found because they'll think that these guys did it when it was actually me or something," and then she has to kill him, right? Which is you know again her fear. See, we just made a better movie. Well, <laughs> We'll uh, we'll call them up. We'll we'll, we'll do a reshoot. Uh, we'll call up Tyler Shields and say, "Hey, we just made your movie better. You're welcome, sir." Yeah. Um, in fact, just a few few reshoots there towards the end, and there yeah, you go. Yeah, he's done. Make- he's only done two movies: this movie and a movie this year called Outlaw. Um, uh, oh. when a famous photographer catches his girlfriend cheating. With his best friend, he must choose between compassion and unadulterated rage in order to find out the truth behind his witnessed betrayal. That's the name of the movie. He has, uh, oh, he starred in it too. Oh, how Poor cute. Guy. Yeah, he starred. He's really in it. trying. He's trying. Couple of the couple of the henchmen in that movie were in the in this other movie. 
Um, how about that? Anyway, um, I don't want to rip on him too much. It's just, it's again, I, I, well. Yes, we do. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's low budget. I get that, but you could still have things that make sense in your movie. So, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, also, one other couple, couple other quick things. Uh, the creepy mom was creepy as hell, especially when his fear was him making out with her. That was freaking me out. Um, <laughs> how in the world did they get 20 other girls to go with them in a car with four dudes? Like... Um, like the, it would be one thing if like, hey, I got to pick up a few friends. Uh, you know, hold on just a second. No, they they all get into the car at the same time. Right. What are you? Know, yeah. And I don't know. I just that carrying a bat and an axe. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like openly carrying, and that doesn't seem weird. Now, in her case, she's obviously trying to go with them so she can kill them. But how did they get twenty other girls to those woods voluntarily? It just seems real dumb. Um, <laughs> real dumb. Uh, I put. I wrote busting mailboxes seems like a part of their ritual. Wouldn't there be? Would there be like no mailboxes left on that route? Just. <laughs> well, I thought the after like the third time, I'm building a brick mailbox. Suck it. Ladders. So I'm gonna put up this new mailbox. It should be good tonight. So right. Although, what, no. what they never. Neighbors around us, you know, because we lived out in the country and they'd always nail mailboxes out in the country, is we had a neighbor fill his with concrete. Yeah. And it basically, once it was hit, you'd almost lose an arm. Right. <laughs> and you wouldn't mess with that one ever again. Exactly. Um, uh, I know... Oh, never mind. Never mind. I wrote a, I wrote I wrote one down, but then I realized that his girlfriend was part of a, his dream. It wasn't real. But my note was, I understand Veronica is playing the part, but why does the girlfriend show up in a dress and heels? Wouldn't you? Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not Buffalo Bill. Um, but then There's I realized, on skin. yeah. Uh, but then I realized, oh wait, it's it's the dream. And I guess, again, if we're saying it's the 70s, that's just probably what they would have worn. Yeah. I don't know, though. I mean, I kind of feel like some of the, the, the clothes that they were... I don't know. I can't tell. Give me a year. Let's just say it. 1973 or something. It's Detroit. Um, Detroit. <laughs> uh, that's all I wrote. Um, that's all my notes. I actually didn't write very many because there just wasn't much to talk about, truth be told. Um, you want to hear some clips? No. Okay. No. Here they come. <laughs> <laughs> creepy, uh, Fuck, creepy I'm... guy. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Andrew. I started, uh... Oh, sorry. I didn't know you were playing. No, no, go ahead. Uh, creepy smiley guy would, uh, make a pretty good Joker in, like, a TV series. He, would, he seemed oh, really, yeah. uh... He's, but he's kind of uh, big. Yeah, he is, but... I, I got that vibe watching him. I thought, well, yeah, he... He might kind of be okay as a joker somewhere. There's, he actually might be crazy. Uh, he actually might be. I don't know. Um, I captured a clip of him because I noticed something halfway through the movie. Um, he sang all of his part. I don't know if you guys noticed it. I'm going to skip ahead to my clips just to get to that point. But, like, just listen to him. It's like he's singing his entire dialogue. <sighs> That's not the dialogue. <laughs> Five minutes. 
Run, rabbit. Run! <laughs> we'll give her, what, four more minutes? <laughs> Ooh, someone's a little antsy. Yo, if he's not waiting, I'm not. Don't forget the booze. Let the games begin. Don't forget the booze. Just, it just sucked. It just is bad. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, he's trying to be weird and creepy, and I get it. He's a psychopath, but he sang everything he said. It was just weird. And then, like Corny said, when he when he took her milkshake, any normal girl would have been like GTFO right now. But obviously, <laughs> she's trying to be seductive to get him to pick her up or whatever. But yeah, that would again. Normal girls should not act the way that they do in this movie. Um, here's some advice. Look, I'm really not big on rules. I do have one. What's that? Live today like you're going to die tomorrow. Can, can you change it to like live today like Perfect it's going to be your last or something like it just seems yeah. so morbid that they look like you're going to die tomorrow because you are actually I think it would have been better if you were like live today like you're going to die tomorrow <laughs> yeah uh, change the emphasis I like that because your boyfriend's a psychotic killer <laughs> um Another thing that drove me kind of crazy in this movie is like I felt like for some reason that like ice cream was supposed to be some kind of metaphor because like everyone kept talking about ice cream but I couldn't figure out what it was if it was in fact a metaphor but anyway here's 21 seconds of you were you were trying to add more uh I don't know IQ to this movie than and it actually and was. maybe maybe it's just as simple as the director liked ice cream or he had some deal It was on sale yeah, like he had some. He's like, "Well, we gotta get rid of this ice cream, so we're gonna just use it in the oh. movie." Hey, dude, craft services will bring a milkshake machine. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> part of that eight million dollars we got. All right, here we go. Uh, Twenty-one seconds of awkward talk about ice cream. Do you have time for ice cream? There's always time for ice cream. <laughs> Sorry, I was enjoying this. You know the best part about an ice cream cone? What's that? Oh, yeah. You can take it anywhere. <laughs> it's so Damn, awful it's and creepy. Just, ugh. Yeah, it's his mom. <laughs> <laughs> but if she's hot, it's okay, right? No, it's not. You know, you know how I feel about that? You know how I feel about that? I feel, uh... Then I would have hated, would have hated, would have hated, it, hated it, hated it, but, but... There you go. But, but, but... Oh. <laughs> yep, yep, that, that, that's awful. Uh, I already played that one. Um, this one, this actually was kind of funny. That's a really big rock. <laughs> I don't know why I like the way said that. <laughs> a really big rock. And then he gets smashed in the face with it. Um... Uh, uh, more, um, <laughs> okay. Ooh, this is exciting. How many girls have you killed? Boring. You said I ask a question, you have to answer it. Again. Like, yeah. Again, we're supposed to be outdoors, but we're not. 21, including you. Oh, well, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves now. Yeah. 
Anyway. And then the creepiest, worst part of the entire movie, in my opinion. This was the worst, um, but at least it was the end. So how's your pancakes? Mine too. Like, what is happening? <laughs> Which, by the way, that, that music in the background is terrible. It was awful. Oh, so, so bad. All right. So the acting is bad. The writing is bad. Music is bad. I, I just can't see how you see redeeming qualities in this, Sean. Again, I just. All right. If if this would have been a thirty million dollar budget with a a, a a director of someone who if we've seen, then I'm ripping everything. The fact that it's dude's first time, um, and it was an eight million dollar budget. Certain things looked well or were done well. Again, that audio was obviously done somewhere else. And when she starts to say the word terrible, I can go back if you want to. You can hear where they cue in the actual dialogue that she said in that, that booth, so it changes the noise floor just a second. But, th again, that's kind of forgivable because it's you're talking about a bunch of dudes who are like, starting off in the industry. I mean, hell, that's better audio than anything I ever produced in like, all the shit movies that I did. So, um, so I'm talking about the technical things. Other than that bad lighting from the, the moon, the movie looked fine. Other than that, though, Sam, you're right. It's uh, nothing makes sense. The cars were pretty. Those are cool cars. Um, that was kind of nice. Um, it was a nice axe. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> like I, I feel almost obligated to defend this movie. I don't know really know why, but I guess because that's the the low budget filmmaker in me. Though I haven't done a low budget film in a long time. Um, anyway, I'm done with it. Here we go. I'm not that done with it. Um, <laughs> God, I'm terrible tonight. Jeez. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right, trivia. There actually was some trivia. Oh, wait, tropes. Uh, serial killer has weird mom relationship, and hunting leads to serial killer. Serial killing. Um, having a father-in-law who, who was a hunter. I actually kind of hate that trope a little bit. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, trivia. Some of this was kind of terrible, but whatever. The term final girl comes out of a trend in early slasher films where the sole survivor survivor, or the last to die was often a female. Um, when Alexander Ludwig, who is our big crazy laughing man, uh, was preparing for an intense scene, the director, Tyler Shields, would punch him in the face and the chest. Alexander said he loved it. Yeah, I'm Can sure, I have that job? Yeah, I'm sure the makeup department loved that part, too. Um, anyway, Abigail Breslin, like we said, was 16 when filming began. And I cannot believe this made the trivia. Once again, proof that anyone can edit trivia. Alexander Lugwood also starred in a film called The Final Girls, which resembles the title of this film a lot. Uh, <laughs> well. It's literally trivia. Can you give that a thumbs down? I actually want to go in there and edit and put this was ep this this movie was featured in episode one twenty six of Cheap Seat Reviews podcast. <laughs> and then watch the director's like oh, somebody reviewed my film. I yeah. can't wait. That's actually pretty oh. uh, pretty sure. Oh. Um, 
which by the way, uh, I've already kind of picked a movie we're going to do in October. Uh, a friend oh, of yeah. mine who, um, we don't, have, we don't have to do it for October. If we want to do our, uh, our fan view thing, we can do that and we can do that movie another time, uh, sooner rather than later or whatever. But uh, a good buddy of mine who was, um, one of my, uh, supervisors, I guess, at my internship was a producer on a movie called Savage. It's on Amazon Prime for free. Uh, it's basically a Bigfoot movie. Um, and he was a producer on it. So he he posted on Facebook today saying, hey, it's on Amazon Prime. And I said, hey, uh, selfless or shameless um, plug, cheap seat <laughs> reviews will do it if you want. And he said, I expect a glowing review, to which I responded, depends on your definition of glowing. <laughs> um, so we might be doing that. I don't know. It's, it's up to what you guys want to do, but I think it'd be fun to kind of make fun of my buddy's film. Um, which, which I will say this, though. Uh, so I made fun of earlier the, the, the pilot TV show that we did uh, in Charleston, uh, the Palmetto Point. The lead actor from that movie, or TV show, sorry, is a guy named Tim Woodward Jr. And so I was telling a story mm-hmm. to a friend of mine about him, and I just happened to IMDb him. The dude's making movies um, as a director, uh, not as an actor, but as a director. But he's actually doing like... I mean, they're all shit films like this, like low budget films, but he's getting to, he's doing what this movie did, right? Where you get like, um, you get like a, like a big name actor to kind of star in your movie. Uh, so he's doing things like weaponized, um, starring, uh, once IMDb loads, Black Tony uh, Tom Sizemore, Mickey Rourke, um, you know, it's so like, oh, those are big names, you know? And, uh, and the movie is a damaged homicide detective. He's damaged? Okay. Must prevent a grieving That's father wrong. from unleashing a robotic virus that he believes will destroy the terrorist cell that murdered his son, but at an unimaginable cost. So he's doing these B films, but with these, like, with, with real actors. It's kind of, kind of neat, actually. I want to do one of his movies. Um... Just because I know the director, you know? So, like, I actually know him. Uh, Tom Sizemore was in another... Um, he did another one. One of his. I'm trying to think of the one he has. Uh, he has the dude from, like, Smoke and Aces and all the other Guy Ritchie movies. Um, uh, Vinny... Uh, yeah. Jones? Yeah, Vinny... What's his beak? Jones? Is that his name? Vinny uh-huh. Jones? Sure. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm looking for it. Seven, seven Bonnet faces. Oh wait, uh, I got to get rid of actor. I got to get. Is that rid- the guy? He talks like this. Yeah, he was the dude in Gone in sixty <laughs> seconds who only had one. Um, Spinks. Only- yeah. No. Yeah, is that was his name. Yeah, like four. Or he has a movie called The Number Four. G O T got ten. Number ten. Four got ten. Uh, he directed this movie starring nice. Dolph Lundgren, Danny Trejo, Vivica A. Fox. Like what? Yeah, he directed this. How the hell did he get that movie? I want to <laughs> watch it. I really want to watch it. Um, so anyway, my point is, is that if you are determined enough, you can get, you can make whatever shit you want in, in Hollywood. Um, so there we go. So I want to do one of his movies. That's how Batman versus Superman happened. Uh, you're right. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> is that you, Andrew? <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Um, that's that's for that. Uh, would I recast this movie? I would. I would need to rewrite the movie, um, and then put in a new director, and then. But I mean, as far as recasting, okay. So let's just say we take the same plot, same dumb plot, um, and we just want to recast it. Truth be told, the only person I really want to recast is Abigail Breslin. Everyone else is fine. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, the movie works. Uh. Um, you got like, who could you get for that role, right? The for the for the the, the, the girl from Kickass, Julia Moritz. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she actually, yeah. she's not in shape either, but she's actually more believable than well, we've, we've seen her do it. So yeah, that's yeah. true, and do it well. And maybe that's a direct director's problem. You know, maybe he could have made her look with a little more. Like Opie said, maybe there was just no training. There was no way to make it look natural. You know, I I don't really. I feel like the the issue with this movie is more the writer's fault than anything else. Um, I mean, it's just a bad story. You know, it, yeah, yeah. It was really just a bad story. I'm looking. I mean, for... Who would fund? You put this this movie on paper and try to bring it to you know someone who's going to fund it. I, I just can't see someone saying, "Wow, that's going to be a great movie. That that's going to earn my eight million dollars back." Uh, well, yeah, I guess maybe, but. The thing is, is like movies like this are never meant to go to theater, right? Like their, their sole purpose is to live on Netflix and, um, does Netflix pay more than eight, eight million for this thing? Well, they didn't. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, Netflix plays about three cents per, uh. I, I don't. I actually don't know how they get related. Yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. She could. She could maybe do it. She's. Yeah, she could probably do it. She's gonna be in the Little Mermaid. She's the Little Mermaid. Holy crap! Aww. I didn't know they were making that. Um, it's probably gonna be a pretty one of those pretty uh, violent Little Mermaids. She's the only thing that they um, have in it right now. Speaking of mermaids, did you see they? Uh, they're gonna. Uh, they're gonna do. Um, splash a new splash. Really. And uh, Tatum is the uh, is the merman. They're switching the genders. Huh. Uh, Ch- Channing Tatum is. Ch- Channing Tatum is going to be the merman. That's funny. That's actually yeah. really funny. What about? Uh, have you guys seen? You guys watch Orange Is the New Black? No. I've seen part uh, of the first season. Yeah. There's uh, Ruby Rose, isn't that? Uh, and she's like very. Uh, I don't know, masculine, I guess you could say. Uh, and she, of course, plays a lesbian in the in the show. Huh. Um, Who doesn't in that show? Well, that's true. Um, but, and she's, I guess, I don't know how, how old she is, but she might. It doesn't have her on her bio how old she is. She's but five, she looks six. Like, she looks like somebody that could, like, take she's, down a bunch her, of people. Her IMDb photo, she's hot. Yeah. I don't know if they make her up as kind of whatever in that show but she's kind of hot she's gonna be in the next john wick movie holy crap she's blowing up resident evil the final chapter and then triple x return of xander cage 
and then John Wick Chapter 2. Wow. Well, good for her. I was also thinking of um, uh, the the young girl from the that last Transformers movie that we all hated. Put her through some training. She could probably do it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I just basically just don't cast a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. Someone with a little more age on her. Yeah, who who can play young, which is fine. Yeah. But then if you're gonna have a weird love story with a thirty-something-year-old, oh, so creepy. Dude is literally just... old, like more than twice her age. Blah. Yeah, gross. Imagine, um, imagine as him as an actor though, having to be in the bed and like her crawling on him like that. Well, she's only in a towel. That's just creepy. I mean, she was probably wearing bra and panties underneath, but still, like, it's no, you're right. It's Ugh. yeah, it's gross. Anyway. I'm done with this movie. I really am. Soundtrack grade was awful. Um, I didn't like it. It was bad. Um, what did we learn? Yep. Nothing. We learned that um, you can make a... Well, for $8 million, you too can make a shit film. Um, Actually, we learned that, you know, if you're if you're training to be an assassin, don't use any of your training when you're killing people. <laughs> for yeah. what? Wait, what? This movie actually did okay financially. Um, it made me it, throw up. It actually grossed. <laughs> it actually has made. It made five million bucks. Where? I don't know. It just says gross five point five million dollars. Yeah. Didn't, um, it, didn't made, <laughs> it made. It made. Netflix gave them five thousand. I mean five million. To... Well, I mean that, Netflix definitely wouldn't do that. But it made uh, opening weekend. It aired in April sixteenth. <laughs> 2015 in Germany, uh, it made 200,000 uh, um, uh, euros. Um, no, they're in the euro. Yeah. Um, so, and then as far as video release and stuff, it probably has made its money back. I mean, you know, so good for them. You know, whatever. Uh, so we decided to do uh, top three every week like we do. So here's that thing. <laughs> Top three, we decided to do Assassin's Apprentice. Um, so this is the, the concept is like the movie has maybe Assassin. Well, that's the word we use, isn't it? Darn it. I mean, my, my, my number one movie actually isn't going to... I specifically asked you if you were just looking for people with training or an actual Assassin's Apprentice. You said training. Uh, well, you're right. I did. We'll just see what go how this goes because I I don't really know. <laughs> Basically, the concept is is that there's a character who is trained by someone else to kill people. To kill people, is that is that a broad enough stroke for it's fair corny? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Okay, good because then my my number one still works. Okay, so Andrew. <laughs> okay, um, I have an honorable mention which may be a stretch, but I want to use it anyway. All right. Um, Horrible bosses. <laughs> <laughs> they. Uh... Who's the apprentice? Who's the? Who's no, the... The, all three of them are because they they were got but... help from uh, what's his name? Are you saying Jones? Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Who? I guess I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Emma for Jones. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Ray Charles. Oh, Friggin', what's his name? Jamie Fox. Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's your number three. That's an honorable mention. Number three, uh, I'm going to go with Ender's Game. All right. Uh, So they're training this kid, you know, who kills an entire species. Spoiler. Um, Spoiler. Did we do that podcast? Yeah, we did it for this podcast, so I guess it's fair. We can, yeah, not to say that. No, no, I mean, we could use all of them. I was just trying to think. We've done a hundred and something of these. I was like, wait a second. I think we. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Number two, Kick Ass. What? What was your number one, Andrew? My my computer hiccuped. Your number one? uh, The whole 10 yards. All right. So Did they train him in that? I don't think I remember. Not that. Matthew Perry, but they're training. Um, what's her Amanda name? Pete. Oh, Amanda Pete. Uh, boobs, boobs girl. I thought it was the whole nine yards. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's kind of continuing her training, and that's true. Yeah, because she one. doesn't actually kill anyone in the first one. Yeah. Those are funny movies. I like those movies. <laughs> they're funny. <laughs> I don't know why they're dumb, but they're funny. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, corny. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Number one is I'm sorry. Number number three is the the whole nine yards. But uh, okay, do that. Uh, number two, the Born Supremacy. That's where we actually get to see uh, they, uh, Jason Bourne in his training, or part of his training. All least. right, I'll buy that. And then uh, number one, number one, um, the Avengers with uh, Black Widow. Okay, we don't really get to see. That's- her training. Well, we get to see we'll the flashback in Ultron. Ultron. Yeah. 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 That works. Flashbacks work. Hey, I didn't say it'd be the entire movie. To do it again. What? Huh? You hiccup there on me. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Um, uh, your turn, Sam. All right. Honorable mention to Kill Bill. Who's the apprentice? Um, oh, I guess she's the apprentice under the, the, apprentice. the sword yeah. maker. Under Bill. Yeah. Uh, number three is Kick-Ass. Okay. Number two is How to Curve a Bullet in Wanted. Wanted. How to Curve a Bullet. That's the subtitle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wanted. How to Curve a Bullet. Okay. And uh, thank you guys for reminding me, but Django Unchanged would be my number one. Uh, you're welcome. Cool. Uh, I like it. I, did my, I only did three. I didn't do honorable mention because I was my number one is a stretch. So uh, number three was Lucky Number Slevin with... Uh, Bruce Willis and Josh Hartnett. If you remember that guy, um, he's a he's uh, a, yeah the uh, poor man's Pacey. Yeah, I guess or <laughs> I don't know the poor man's Joshua Jackson. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, or is Joshua Jackson a poor man's Josh Hartnett? I don't know because they both they both kind of yeah they both kind of fell <laughs> out off yeah they could have been in Final Girl yeah. Uh, number two was Wanted um, for me. And oh, then, yeah, yeah. And then number one was uh, Star Wars. <laughs> no. What do you mean, no? no. Obi-Wan is training Luke to defeat the not, uh, evil empire. Not, not, not an assassin. Not an assassin. We not didn't, you an, said, no, Corny, kill. you said nope. specifically we didn't have to use the word assassin. An assassin with training. An assassin with training. You said, now, a, you if said you training. Would, he, if you would have said... Uh, isn't that what a Jedi set? is, an assassin? That's all he does no, is no, kill people. no. Quit being no, Sam. Not, no, that's not they're true. They're not supposed to be assassins. They're supposed to be the uh, the keepers of the peace. But it isn't literally like his training to kill his father. That was yeah, the but whole he's not point. An assassin. That's not the rule. <laughs> but but you literally <laughs> said at the beginning of this, as long as it's to train killers. It was either uh, either an assassin with an apprentice, or an assassin with training. We never used the word assassin. You said I can play it back. You said it didn't have to be assassin. 
Just as long as it's someone who's being trained to kill people, which is what Luke is. He's trained right, well, to kill people. Chad, do you allow it? <laughs> I don't have him saying I allow it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, go back to like episode uh, three and four. He says it a lot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I have from Chad is the devil. And it was a different time. That's all I have from Chad. <laughs> those so. together, I see. Well done. Yeah. Um, uh, this movie was hard. And then, you know what? I actually kind of hope they would do that at least once in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did hear someone scream out Cornelius. I don't, I don't remember. Maybe not. <laughs> um, did we have a training montage in this movie? I don't think we did. Nope. No. They talked every training, everything. Well, they kind of had a tiny montage. Like was you it know, like he, he choked her and then the gun training time and the yeah. punching? Yeah, there was a montage. All right, so I can play it. Yep, I have your permission. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll play. All right, I'm just making this show five seconds longer. All right, that's it. That's what we're gonna do. Out of ten. This is where you guys give me a score of a zero to ten. Ten being the best, zero being rubber. Um, no. Andrew. Okay. Um, you know, I I didn't like it at all. Um, <laughs> and I'm trying to stall while I pull up our website to see what else is there. <laughs> well, the again, rubber is our number worst with point is eight. Is number worst? Yeah. <laughs> is our, with... Uh, point you haven't updated the list recently, so it's at 118. But anyway, um, it's uh, 0.875 is the lowest, with poultry gri- poultry poultry guys sitting at a comfortable 1.625. Mm. Just so, if you want to try Welcome to do some math, game. yeah, do some. What would I rather? Well, let's go. Uh, let's go a nice. 2.5 giant panda heads. God, those freaking <laughs> panda heads, man. What a weird thing to be freaked, like to be your worst fear is dudes with panda heads. Okay, Corny. All right, uh, I'm going to give it um, five and a half Tony the Tiger serial killers. Oh wow, you like this movie a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, it was. It, there are other movies that I will hate worse, and this was bad i mean but it wasn't the worst thing ever for me at least i mean let's just just, just i mean i'm not suggesting corny that you change your vote i mean this is what you picked but for what it's worth in perspective you gave the fantastic four a 5.4 <laughs> it was a shit film man yeah yeah it sure is but damn okay hey I, i'm i my goal was just to make sure that this didn't make the bottom five um and that has happened sam I mean, yeah, you can't do negative numbers, Sam. So I know, I know. Um, I I gotta give it a point one. <laughs> okay. Oh shite. Point one. There's some sort of merit in there that I can give point one to, but not much. Wow, you really hated this movie. I hated this movie. All right. Um, hated it. I didn't hate it. It was I was bored. It was dumb. It was bad. But I didn't hate it. Um, I didn't hate watching it. I'm kind of glad I did, but I don't ever want to watch it again. So. I'll just give it a uh, a two point three seven five just to make the math funny. Um, 
where the hell did that rope connect to? I'm still curious where that rope's connected to. Uh, <laughs> I guess the crane that's holding up the spotlights. Um, so there you go. Um, and in case you're really wondering at home, I doubt you are, but that would plant that movie somewhere between the Clone Wars and Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> that seems fair. Um, I like Super Mario Brothers much better than this one. <laughs> at least that movie is ridiculous enough to, to be kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah, just, just to, again, perspective, a Fantastic Four would live somewhere between The Punisher and I, Frankenstein. So, uh, there you go. That seems a little high. Yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, parked right over November Man, Zombievers, Star Crash, Sharknado, The Phantom, and some other fun ones that we've done. And if you want to go back and listen to those shows, please do so where you can do that, which of course is at cheapseatreviews.com. Um, that's going to do it for uh, that's going to do it for us, right? That's I have nothing else to do, right? That's it. Okay, good. Um, What's next week? Don't worry, guys. This episode will not be two and a half hours long like last week. <laughs> Next week is something Wait called. Wait a second. Last week's was two and a half hours. Yeah, it actually, oh, yeah, it, it actually recorded out to two hours and like almost twenty minutes. Yeah. Wow. Which is almost as long Sorry. as the uh, original cut of the of the movie. Um, we had a lot to talk about. We sure did, and I had a ball. And doing we could it. we could still talk. Lord knows we can still talk about it. In fact, that, right? we still kind of are. Uh, Alan and I are still kind of back and forth on Facebook about it right now, which is kind of funny. So. <laughs> Um, uh, it's all in good Much fun. Much like an aging dog, you should probably just let it die. Uh, it's all in good fun. Uh, it's going to be redeemed. You'll see. I, 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 I sincerely hope so. I, I sincerely hope that the Justice League is fantastic and it makes a billion dollars and that franchise is resurrected like a phoenix from the ashes. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that word. Bots get mad. <laughs> oh, right. Like a, well, it's also Harry Potter. The Harry Potter Phoenix. Like Fox from the Ashes. There you go. Harry Potter's. They've made their money. They're good. Um, all right, that's it. What are we doing next week? We're doing something called Monsters. Um, I haven't checked recently to see if it's still on Netflix. Because um, we, as we record this, it's a new month. Uh, so. It's a new month. Should we, save, should we save monsters for a uh, possible October, or? Uh, we can. Uh, it does not matter to me. I don't know who put it on the list. Um, it, it was me, but it's more of a, I don't want to say it's a horror movie, but it's monsters. Sci-fi? Yeah, sci-fi-ish. We, we could always move up uh, Bone Tomahawk. Um, I know you're excited <laughs> about that. Oh, how about uh, Killer Clown? from outer space yeah um we could do that also if we wanted to we want to do that one for like october is that something we want to do for october no howard the duck too we should do that oh god i'm actually gonna say no to that (laughs) so i'm sorry uh monsters yep it's still streaming um update password yes uh so we can well we need to make a decision because we're recording live so Oh yeah, how about that? So, um, yeah, let's do. Let's just, yeah, do, just monsters. do monsters. You just want to do, do it? Okay, because yep. just just for what it's worth, the following week is Lethal Weapon Four. Okay, good. Um, okay. So we'll so have at least we got a change of pace. Oh yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah, oh we yeah, got we, we got a lot of Joe Pesci coming up. <laughs> Two thirds of my clips are going to just be Joe Pesci going whatever, whatever, whatever. 
Um, <laughs> for what it's worth, I have to work on it. I'm gonna have to work on a Joe Pressy impression. Uh, just so that you guys are aware, um, the day has What's come, that? August 23rd, Jurassic Park. Woo! We're doing it. It's on the list. Assuming they don't pull it. Something else really exciting though, uh, which is really actually genuinely exciting. Um, Netflix is putting in a whole bunch of Disney stuff. So nope. I'm, I'm not saying that we do all of the MCU. I'm not saying that we shouldn't either. Um, but there's, there could be some fun to be had there. So they're, they're dumping the entire MCU that they have into Netflix. I'm really excited for that. So hmm. maybe we could uh, have our buddy Andrew on and he can do Thor with us. As, <laughs> as we continue the jokes. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. November, November. And then just not tell them we're recording. Just just have them on. Just to talk. Hey, to you them. know. Yeah. Just hey, Andrew. Let's just have a talk. So. And, and then he keeps asking me like, "Why do you keep like you know, driving the discussion one way or the other?" Oh, no reason, Andrew. Just why are you continuing <laughs> to argue with Sam? <laughs> this, this, this portion of the show is blocked by it now. Um, there you go. That's it. So thank you guys for listening. That's going to do it for our show. Like, looks for next week. We are doing monsters. It looks like an interesting kind of sci-fi post-apocalyptic. Yeah, legal in Utah. Kind of a thing. Um, so leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and any other place where you can. Uh, the YouTube. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. Um, visit our website. Uh, CheapSeatReviews.com uh, Like us on Facebook Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast I am at Shay at Shay at Sean J. Hey. Allred at Sunny G at Sunny G Mommy O'Shea at Sunny G 16 is Sam <laughs> at Johnny Darko 16 is Corny and at J at A. Jemison <laughs> but once every four times I screw it up is Andrew Please send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, voicemail, 704-271-4290. Someone left us one, but it's 43 seconds of silence. So if you meant to send us one, call back and leave us a voicemail. And maybe we'll actually get to hear it. Um, Sam butt dialed us. Uh, and actually, I, I, can, I know it wasn't. Uh, I actually have the phone number. But anyway. We what call. was that phone number again, Sean? Maybe, maybe we should call them. Um... So that's going to do it for us. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Um, uh, thank you guys for supporting us with our GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, we, again, we're halfway there. So any help you can give us there will be great. So on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, this is Sean saying, thank you for listening. Good night. And whatever you do, don't get in a car with four other dudes wearing tuxes. Unless it's your wedding day. <laughs>